This is Unlock Your Destiny with Raven Scott, where we are shedding negative patterns one step at a time to find your power and potential through healing so you can kick ass in this life. And don't forget to grab my book, Empath and the Narcissist, A Healing Guide for People Pleasers, on Amazon. So grab your headphones, take a walk, pull your shoes on, or cozy up with a cup of tea, and let's get listening in to our podcast today. Oh, how are you? Happy New Year 2022. We all thought that 2021 was just going to be like the end of it all and a fresh new start of 2022 where however it is a fresh new start and the nodes and energies are all shifting have shifted as magic kathy had shared with us in a previous podcast away from the north node being in gemini and into the north node of taurus we're all feeling this tactile sense of what do i want to do what do i want to get back into Uh, but we're still playing it safe some of us some of us are not and completely moving on but um yeah with from this whole germ germaphobe I know for me as a Virgo and a bit of a hypochondriac I've kind of taken to this just hermiting as you haven't heard from me for weeks through the holidays actually around Thanksgiving a lot of things activated within my psyche and emotions and I just needed a break. And I've learned that's actually from my Lilith in um, my Aquarius, right? So the, the moon right now, the sun right now is in Aquarius. There's a new moon in Aquarius. And all of it recently is activating my Lilith, which is in my sixth house of occupation, of health, of service of pets and I just felt called to come back on this podcast and not give up right so like Lilith is all about imbalance (laughs) too much is not a good thing and you can uh, have this burnout and I know in my human design I also have where I'm a role model and a hermit like those are my two profiles so it's really difficult for me to find balance because I'm like pushing and going and sharing and You know, podcast is going to be the thing for me. I'm not going to do podcast and YouTube and all the things to be all the people. I just can't anymore. I just need to be balanced. I need to be focused on my time. You know, I have a household to run. I'm a mother of two children to attend to. And I very much love being the traditionalist, like, stay-at-home mom. And I also love to have an outlet for myself and a career. Um, I also now have a new business with my husband, who we're starting um, an interior design studio, full service, remodeling and bath and decor. So I've been spending a lot of my time um, brainstorming and planning through the Mercury retrograde getting that up and running it's called sanctuary interiors if you want to find it on the web i think it's um ocsib.com is our website so i've been pouring a lot of energy in that and this lilith activation in aquarius for me and i don't know if it's just me but i'm sure a lot of us are feeling 
how can we like enjoy our lives with the North Node in Taurus? How can we start living again? How can we like, what are our new intentions for 2022? And I know mine seems to be, and I keep feeling it, is making friends, gaining connections, stop hermiting, (laughs) which I know it's so wonderful to just run away and hide under a rock. And it's good to process those things, but it's also good to have a support system and to have people who are not toxic in your life that can just maybe listen and not give any solutions or judgments about whatever you're processing. Because for me, I know a lot of times I'm processing things that are very extreme, you know, like lately I've been processing learning about cults. Um, I found, discovered a new podcast called What the Flock. I've been processing that and in my childhood going, uh, probably wasn't a cult, but the way that I was raised in the Christian realm was very much an extremism, like so extreme. And there was so much pressure to be perfect. Otherwise you're going to hell or your parents have failed. And it's just like, again, like that intense of too much. Too much is not a good thing. It has to be a balance of having that God or higher being, somebody that can be supportive and there for you, but not be such a menacing, you know, burden to your psyche and every single thing you choose. So yes, I've been process- processing that. I've been processing a lot of things, just really diving into the energies of what's going on in the stars and the planets. I um, On Disney, I was watching National Geographic and totally loved and ate up all of the Will Smith um, episodes of Earth, like this is Earth, and then there's another one called What a Strange Rock or something like that. And it's just like everything scientific about earth and the stardust and you know the things again because I was raised in extreme religion I wasn't taught about like how science worked and how our planet came together and I was just processing like we're all made of stardust and that means again it just strengthens to me more like why I love and I gravitate towards astrology as giving me the answers of why I tend to do things how I do um why this is happening and it's given me a lot of solace because honestly um the holidays were really difficult for me this year I was able to express my truth unapologetically Yet it was still hurtful because what I was saying and sharing, I wanted more time with, um, you know, my parents and like my inner child really reached out and was saying like, this is what I really want as an inner child. So ask for it. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Are you feeling a strong pull towards community and spirituality? Well, that is why Jessica Schiller-Silverman of the Alive Podcast and myself, Raven Scott, have created a sacred space for hope and healing your heart to lead life with love. We truly want every single soul to know that they are supported and empowered in their soul's journey. You are unique and are here for a particular reason. So we've created this collective. We've just divinely came up with the name within two minutes, um, the Soul Collective on Patreon. 
And we're really here to align your divine flow. This membership is here for you. And we draw tarot cards and share intuition and wisdom that you need to hear in that moment. We hold a quiet space for your meditations and spiritual connections. And we upload exclusive content and you gain early access to all our amazing guests and podcasts that we both create. From the Raven Scott Girl Talk Show, the Thriving Intuitive Podcast, and from the Alive Podcast. We join together and share what's on our hearts and teach wisdom from... Uh, from our hearts to yours to nourish it during these trying times. And we host live Q&As on anything spiritual, tarot, human design, or moonbeam related. So I hope that you can join us. Uh, head on over to Patreon and find us at Soul Collective, the number nine. And we have three tiers for you. It's really simple. We have the maiden, the mother, and the guardian. Head on over, check it out, and join our membership today. So I did. I asked for it, yet no plans were changed and I didn't get it. I got, you know, like three days and two nights with my parents, which I should be grateful for. And I am now realizing how much of a on a different page in life and existence that we are. Our brains are completely on different wavelengths. So I should be appreciative for that time. But my inner child was not. My inner child wanted more. And I don't know if you've felt any anxiety or frustration or if the holidays are a really tough time because you have to deal with toxic people in your family that you just don't want to deal with. But the holidays bring upon old reminiscent feelings, obligations, just things, right? The holidays, I have love-hate relationship with the holidays. And so I'm sure you agree with me, but um, especially if you're listening to this podcast, but as I digress, um, it was really, really, really difficult. So yeah, that was part of my hermiting too, was processing that. It's like, okay, I reached out, I opened my heart out, I asked for what my inner child needed, and I still got no love. <laughs> I got nothing. My hands were all held out and they were empty. And my other, you know, sibling got it all. So and for me, like, again, it's like something so silly, like time, right? But I think time is really in the actions of people are the only way that you can really judge, like, our temper or litmus test a relationship, right? Like, especially coming from an abusive relationship, so many times over and over, he would not ever apologize, but we would have these long conversations and words and words and words about this. And I'm only trying to like help you be better and blah, blah, blah. Uh, where it's like just the night before he was just being emotionally cold or abusive or, you know, we would get in huge fights yelling at each other and just because he was like, oh, I'm disgusted by you or whatever. But it was all his own issues, right? He was disgusted with himself, but he was projecting it onto me. And then I would take it on. And then all the words would like, you know, 
I guess, sell me on the idea that I just need to improve a little bit here and then everything will be fine and will be peaceful. Our relationship will be great. Our life will be great. Like you don't need all this stuff that you think you need, which I was asking for, you know, like just love, acceptance, normal human rights, uh, you know, not having to you know, do these activities and stay up so late because I had to work the next day and all of these things, right? So it just reminds me that actions speak louder than words. No matter how much they might say, I love you or I unconditionally love you. And sometimes even the actions out of response of guilt, like he used to send me, like at one point in our relationship, he would send me flowers. He's like, okay, well, I'll send you flowers now if that'll fix things. But it's like all that love bombing didn't take away the fact that he didn't truly listen to me. He didn't truly care for me or have any empathy. He was only self-focused and self-centered on himself, Um, which is painful to be in a relationship, but you can walk away from that. But what if you have family members that you have to deal with every year during the holidays that have those same tendencies or same idea? It's just painful. So that's the process, right, of learning, you know, about yourself. And I even had this moment where I've, I have children, so I watched Encanto by Disney again, another Disney movie, and it was about the pressure of this family having to be perfect. I was like, that's that's where I come from, this pressure to be perfect. And the house in the movie is falling apart and the magic's gone and she is the one that's going to bring this back together, the main character, Mirabelle. And I don't feel like that's my role, nor nor can I, because I've been trying for a while and it hasn't been working. Everyone's on their own path. The house is broken, the family is broken. And um, again, another beautiful book that I started reading by Florence Shin, um, The Game of Life and How to Play It. And we've heard it so much about when you speak something, it comes into reality, right? The first step in manifesting your future is speaking it. And I remember once my grandfather passed, that my my mom had mentioned that, oh, well, once he's passed, like the sisters united, but once he's passed, we're, the family's going to be split. And it was almost like she prophesied and created that future in her own words, the manifestation that, well, now I don't have to hold it together anymore. I don't have to be nice. I don't have to be like fake because my, my father, who is so important for us all to get along is now not here. And it has definitely, I've seen it like us family, extended family. And I'm, I'm sure you can relate you, you don't speak to certain family members. I know a handful of people that were just with me during the holidays saying this sucks, right? Like this just brings out the wounds and the pain. And yeah, it's just crumbled, divided. We're us family, we're all strangers. And I think it's a really sad thought for me. Maybe it's because I have a stellium in my fa- the house of family. Maybe that's why it's sad for me. And other people like don't care because they don't... <laughs> maybe have any planets in their house of family, but it's not my role to fix it. And that's the thing that I I had reached out um, today, even to my deceased grandfather as a guide and asked like, what do I do? And the answer I got back was to focus on what I have, 
what I have here, what I have right now, my own intimate family, and to change the future, right? I can't change the past. So that was such a beautiful message to hear. So I wanted to pass that message on to you. Um, Maybe you're over it. Maybe you've like totally gotten over the holidays. You're now in full-blown New Year's resolution mode. And I think over and over, year after year, you kind of dismiss it, right? You, you're you in the thick of it in the holidays. It sucks. And you're like, okay, well, I'm now I'm over it. Now the year's going to go on. Maybe it'll be different next year, maybe not. But you kind of don't invest any type of healing for your psyche, possibly. Or you just, you know, aren't ready to. Well, this year, I really feel like I'm ready to move on. Like, I receive the love that I receive and I reciprocate it. So if it's genuine love and investment of time and wanting to, you know, get to know me, I'm going to reciprocate that. I'm not going to continue to chase love that's not there for me and not reciprocated. Uh, It's like, you know, pouring my um, water into an empty vessel. You know, I can't continue to pour that empty vessel of anything because it's just falling straight through, right? So stop giving your energy over to someone who is not going to reciprocate it back. So that's really what I've intended to do. Um, Reciprocate neutrality for neutrality. Reciprocate cordialness with cordialness. I'm definitely going to try and not reciprocate hate for hate. That's absolutely something that I think you shouldn't do because it's just an extra fusing of negativity. Um, so, but pouring, pouring into the empty vessel, I think is huge for me. And I've always constantly tried to achieve love and acceptance from sources that it just was, they just couldn't physically possibly do it because they have their own psyche, their own pain, their own wounds that they just can't seem to love others because they're so broken and and in need of, you know, their own repairing. So that's my intention, and um, I hope that helps you in any processing anything that you have lately. I will be here um, coming back once a week to provide you with some thoughts. I am not going to say at all that I'm going to bring you astrology forecasts because I just, I really want to ground into what I'm good at and real, and I guess that's just gaining perspective, right? So I'll be processing some things that are going on in the world, bringing you some spiritual guidance and reading some excerpts from my book, Empath of the Narcissist, just to continue to help you in your healing journey. So that's my intention. I hope that what I just said made any sense and it gave you some support to know that you're not alone. You do have a choice to not pour your love and energy into an empty vessel um, that has a hole in the bottom, essentially, and um, find new ways to create beautiful traditions for yourself in the future. So healthy ways would be maybe hosting a Friendsgiving, right? Family is not just blood, and sometimes we need to go no contact or not talk to our blood. So who can you invite in to you to be your family for the next holidays that are important to you throughout this year or even thinking towards the future of next year? Um, Set it up so that your expectations are not so you're not hurt from those expectations, right? Don't expect the same results and get, you know, 
doing the same thing and getting different results, right? Einstein said, do not expect, don't continue to do the same experiment expecting a different result. It's just not going to happen. So um, set the intentions for yourself this year to start to reach out to people, to make new friends, develop a certain tribe that will be there for you. When the holidays come around, then you can host a beautiful Friendsgiving and start a new tradition and really just bring joy to your life versus trauma and pain and, again, just multiple, like, wounds of the past. I don't think anyone wants that, even the other side who you may feel is offending you. They don't want it either because they have wounds that are coming up too and they're just expressing it differently. You know, they express it differently. So as we wrap up, I do want to share with you one last closing thought and quote, and then I will um, thank you so much for listening today. I apologize for going hermit and I guess you could say no contact with you on this podcast. I just, like I said, it's my Lilith in the Aquarius. I just, I want to be so helpful and social and be a role model. And then I just get overwhelmed with my own healing journey and emotions. And I just like have to hermit for a while and can't show up. So I'm going to work on balance. And I think it's the first time I really admitted that and admitted that I don't want to do that. And I would, I know that just showing up is, is the part where I'm not failing. And, um, Yes, but we're all human, and I know that you forgive me. <laughs> so here is our quote for our closing out today. This is a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh, one of my most favorite Buddhist monks. He started his adventure to become a monk when he was age 16, and he recently passed at age 95 in January funny story about his his age of passing I heard that he had passed and I and I thought I was talking to my husband I was like oh I wonder how old he was and in my head he was like yeah I wonder I, I the the number 95 flashed in my head and I didn't say the word I just was like that's weird why would I guess 95 and not knowing I didn't calculate at all I didn't know this year of birth and it was my intuition flashing and I checked up when he passed on the internet and it said at age 95 and I was like oh my gosh I just flashed like how old he was in my head but I didn't tell you but he was 80, 95 when he passed and again it's just another uh witness to how strong our intuition can be if we're continuing to tap into it don't doubt it go with your gut initially that is your intuition oh my gosh so this beautiful quote from Thich Nhat Hanh which ties into what I was talking about is letting go gives us freedom and freedom is the only condition for happiness if in our heart we still cling to anything anger anxiety or possessions we cannot be free so true. I'll read it one more time. Letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. May you rest in peace, beautiful Thich Nhat Hanh.
Thank you for your words of wisdom and your incarnation here on this earth during this time. Thank you for listening. As always, if you enjoyed this, uh, take a screenshot, share it to your feed, tag me at The Thriving Intuitive. I can't wait to hear from you, truly. This is an audio that you listen to, but I would love to get social with you and connect with you. Thanks again. Take care.